and welcome to Shake It Not Noob, the podcast with the most impressive isolation beard since Dumbledore made out with Hagrid and their beards intertwined, creating the world's first unibeard. I am your host, Fuzzy the Going the Grey, and joining me today is the human equivalent of Wolverine's Mutton Chops. It's Mr. Doody Dootrum. How are we, sir? Uh, sad. I know. I now no longer have mutton chops. It's it's been a while since you've physically seen me, and I just have a mustache now. So I am Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> you are Commissioner. Ah, <laughs> oh, excellent. I like it. I I actually I miss the old Commissioner Gordon. That old that that guy from the eighty nine Batman film onwards. Yeah. Hey, what's going bad. on over here? He calls himself Mister Freeze. Okay. <laughs> Him and uh, what's his face, Chief O'Hara, the uh, like fat policeman. He was great. <laughs> I'm pretty sure his only fucking job was to call Batman. Like he didn't actually have any like people working underneath him. His job was to call Batman and look after the bat phone and make sure it was shiny and red. That's. I it. mean, that, that's a pretty sweet gig. It's pretty good. I mean, yeah, if your one job was to call Batman, I think you'd be pretty happy. And it's a government job as well, so you know it pays good. <laughs> but he still had to. You he still had to wear a uniform. So. Yes, I mean, there's there's that. I mean, you, if, if my only job was to literally just call Batman, I'd be wearing sweatpants all the time. Um, but that's just me. Anyway, moving along. We're talking about games this week. Thank you for coming along once again to Shake and Not Noob, the podcast about games that talks about Batman and fuzzy beards. Um, but let's talk about the news this week because there's a lot of news, duty. I want to kick it, things off with the biggest news on the planet. Mm-hmm. Cyberpunk 2077, 2077 has been delayed. What? No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm totally <laughs> kidding. So I'll put it in there. But now that I've got your attention, it's official. It's not delayed. <laughs> in fact, physical copies have been sent out to retailers in preparation for December 10th. So uh, we've actually seen um, like boxes of these games being delivered to uh, to the big stores. Yeah, someone, uh, I don't know how, they acquired a copy, a physical copy of it, and they put the first 20 minutes of gameplay up on YouTube. It immediately got took down, and they got, Ooh, they got, yeah. they got an email from uh, from CD Projekt Red saying, do that again, we'll take legal action against you. And they're like, okay. I mean, seriously, someone's going to break it. It's like, you know, there are definitely people who have already broken into those boxes and taken those games home. Just break the fucking street date. We want it out there. If it's out in the stores, just fucking give it to us. December 10th, my ass. Um, but yes, it's, uh, after all of the waiting and the months and months of delays and all the rest of it and horrible business practices, it will be delivered and it looks great. They've released two new trailers mm-hmm. um, f- uh, with gameplay for PlayStation 4 and also Xbox. Um, which look, you know, it's more of the same game. I've refused to watch most of it because I was like, well, I just want to see the fucking game now. I just want the game. Hurts. Um, but yes, it is coming. It is almost here. And uh, apparently it's massive. Have you heard um, how big this game is? Yeah, apparently a QA tester is, uh, you know, someone who CD Projekt Red hired to play the game. He put like 175 hours into the game and hasn't finished it. That's yeah. not a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not a good sign for uh, sign for your personal life, uh, but it is a good sign for anyone who likes to invest a lot of time into games. Because wow, it's, that's it's, a, it's, it's a lot of time. It's uh, like the main. The, they originally wanted to say that the main campaign of Cyberpunk was shorter than The Witcher because The Witcher was a long campaign, and like that's that's one of the things as a as a you know someone who reviews video games, whether it's uh, written uh, video or like us on the podcast, is you want to generally finish the game before you review it. It's like you can't review a film without watching it. Yes. Um, and it's just, like, 
175 hours and not finish the campaign. It's like, well, shit, I'm not providing my cyberpunk review for fucking ages. Um, yeah. It's it's a little daunting. Like Assassin's Creed, it's a long as fuck game. Yeah. Um, yep. And, and even I, look, some points I've, in that, I wanted to put it down. <laughs> look, I've, I had to review that game and I put in a good 30 hours into that game to, to do the review. And that still, unlike even still, I was only at the beginning of most of the story. But mm. you get a you get enough of a feel, I think, for the game after that amount of time to actually talk about it. Yeah. Um, but there's no way. Like I've put in, I'd probably say I put in around about fifty hours on on uh, Valhalla at this stage, and yeah, I'm still only a portion of the way through. Like I've that, got that, to- that is the saving grace between sort of game reviews and movie reviews. Well, like movie reviews yeah. can change the fucking theme of the movie. Like Ruby Sparks goes <laughs> from a romance to a fucking psycho movie in two seconds. Um, <laughs> where games is like, well, cool. This is how the game works. Yeah. You know, we can provide yeah reviews from that as well. Like we're not going to tell you. You can provide the enough anyway. context for the game to understand you know what the rest of it's going to be because you don't want to spoil the the story at all anyway. Like you don't want to talk about that. You just want to talk about how it feels and what it's like to play it. So yeah, yeah. I think you get enough of that within that time. So yeah, 175 hours for Cyberpunk, amazing. Um, if I have finished or rem- remotely close to finishing Assassin's Creed by then, um, I will be moving straight over to that. It's very exciting. So um, yes, yeah, stay. Stay tuned uh, for that one. I think that's, what, two weeks now? Two weeks um, yep. until we uh, we get that one. So very excited for that. Um, but we are moving on. We've got other news to talk about, Duty. Um, let's talk about another game that hasn't worked so well. Um, it's Marvel's Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just, keeps, it just keeps dropping and dropping. Keeps getting better. Uh, Marvel's Avengers hasn't been able to recoup its development costs yet. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's not good. So they had lower than expected sales and higher than expected marketing costs. And they marketed the absolute shit out of this game. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it is just pretty much dropped off the radar now. So I think they, uh, I think at this stage they are at a 67 million US dollar operating loss. So, well, we've got the the game is a little dead in the water now because, like, you know, hardcore players and stuff like that, they've done, you know, the the, the hive raids and all that sort of stuff like that. They've maxed out all the characters. They're essentially like me. Logging in once a week to check what the weekly skins are, going, nah, they all suck, and then just logging off again. We do in two weeks, I believe, or even if not before the end of November, uh, is the first DLC, which is Kate Bishop. Um, So they did a Avengers War table last week, which is their sort of, yeah, it's... Ah, their update program. Yeah, their their updates and what they're doing, because they've they've definitely noticed that people are like, hey, this is boring now, there's nothing to do. Um, yeah. And they showed off Kate Bishop's gameplay and how she works and stuff and her... Um, ru- she's her, just uh, like Arrow, though, right? She, um, what's, what's his face? She's, yeah, yeah she's, she's, a, she's basically a Hawkeye character, but Hawkeye, she's got a, teleport- a short-range teleportation belt. Um, and it, it's, some, it's, it's pretty cool how she looks and works, but I'll, I'll <laughs> reserve judgment until the game comes out, or that the DLC sounds, comes out. That sounds like the fucking worst. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's 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 a little bit like Deadpool from the like the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games, how like he could yeah. shoot, but he could also like so, sort of short range teleport above people and land on top of them and all that sort of stuff. So, mm. look, I'm going to keep playing it when the new characters and stuff like that come out. I sure. have stopped playing it now, um, but it's like yeah, there's nothing to do. Me and Davo from Super Movie Bros used to get on and you know fucking throw shields and hammers around, and now it's like yeah, let's get on squadrons. Yeah, I mean like and and we played the beta together and it was fun for 
brief moments in the beta but i gotta say like that was probably as much as i expected it to be um and i'm happy for that to be the only experience that i've had with it um <laughs> it's it's very like concerning from uh from their perspective like they've sold 60 percent of the units that they plan to sell so yeah i think they're left with a bunch of different copies that'll probably be going cheap uh in this week's black friday sales get onto those I mean, it's either this, or you can find a copy of um, um, What's-Its-Face, that really stupid game with the mech suits, um, for a dollar. Yeah, Anthem. It's going for a dollar now, so there you go. (laughs) I did contemplate downloading it, because it's free on Game Pass Ultimate, because it's tied in with EA Play now. Yeah, sure. I'm like, maybe I should go back to Anthem and do a video on that. Uh, Look, can you do Is that cross-play? I don't think so, no. Avengers is going to be cross-play, though, and they're having a... uh, Oh, they're looking at cross-play as well as uh, next-gen upgrades. Actually, look, let's get on. I'll do it with you. We'll do multiplayer anthem. I'll download it on my Games Pass. We'll play it because it's. Uh, I just want to experience it properly. Um, but yes, uh, speaking of which, let's talk about the next part. Uh, Black Friday sales are on right now. Um, you can go on and get some super big bargains if you haven't already spent all of your pocket money on ridiculous amounts of games already. Now's the time to do it. Anthem is leading the way with with a one dollar price tag. Wow. <laughs> when was the last time you bought a game for a dollar? Let me ask you that question. Um, the answer will almost certainly be never. Um, and oh, hang on. Now, if you've got uh, Steam, wait, wait, wait. it's different. I, I, uh, it was my mate uh, Shrimp's birthday the other day, and I nearly bought him. Fuck, I can't remember what the name of the game was, but it was a girl who was half girl, half cow, and you had to milk her, um, and it was ninety eight cents. Oh, uh, good <laughs> lord! Good lord! <laughs> There we go. So I nearly um, bought that for him. So yeah, ninety eight cents. Here you go. There you go. Though look, there's there's a bunch of really good games that are out and available now that are pretty cheap. Um, I know that you can get uh, the new season of FIFA for like thirty nine dollars. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is pretty awesome. Uh, that is getting a PS five Xbox Series X update on the fifth of December, I believe. Um, so they're still working on that at this stage. Um, and if it's any, oh man, I, we haven't really talked about the two K twenty one up update for ps5 amazing um but yes yeah, so anything uh, that's been recently released is getting those updates i know that um, we'll talk a little bit about ac valhalla later on that update's pretty good um but yes there is a bunch of stuff that's on sale now all of the big retailers are selling games at cheap cheap prices cheap like the budgie um i don't know if there's anything uh like console related is uh, i mean it's all still yeah brand new so they're selling it like the dickens yeah so they're, they're at the normal prices, prices but <laughs> apparently playstation 4s and xbox one x's are flying out the door uh, oh, i've yeah. got a mate who works for a australian retailer um and he <laughs> said uh, of course uh, he said that um yeah that they're, they're actually like the old consoles are actually starting to fly off the shelves now as well well, and that's that's the amazing thing, right? Like I've I've talked about to a bunch of people online about, hey, you know what's you know what are you playing? What the rest of it? And a lot of them don't actually have the um the the next gen consoles. They're still playing on the old gen stuff because you know they a couldn't get one at launch or b just you know too much money. Um, but you know th- there's a lot of people still playing those uh, the, the current gen consoles. Um, and it's it's amazing. They're still selling. I think there there you go. The one terabyte PS4 Pro is still selling for five hundred and nineteen dollars. So. Jeez. Uh, I mean, it's not cheap, um, but uh, it is very, I mean, it's a very cool console, but yes, I mean, there you go. If you want the uh, the old gen stuff, I'm sure there will be sales coming out uh, in the near future once they get more stock of the uh, the next gen. Yep. Um, but yes, uh, yeah, stay tuned. I, I mean, 
I mean, have you have you bought anything as part of the sales yet? Uh, as as of sales, no. I've bought some like you know microtransaction-y stuff, yep. but not actual sort of physical games. Um, yeah, there's there's been a couple of things here and there. Oh, actually, no, I did buy uh, Terminator Resistance, the, oh, yes. the first person shooter uh, that came out around this time last year. I think it was. Lovely. Uh, I've I heard bought that on good. Steam because apparently it's really good. Yeah. Okay. Well, there we go. Let us know. You're gonna, definitely going to have to come back and tell us about that. But yes, um, oh, yeah. Yes. Let us know if you've had uh, any success with these sales. Because I tell you what, I'll be. I've spent lots of money this this month, but I'm going to be spending more to buy more games because they're great. Um, there's also. No. <laughs> Oh, stop Stop tempting me. Um, there's also the Steam sales that went on today. So um, I think they're on until the 1st of December. Uh, so make sure you get on there and add to your list of shame of games that you haven't played. Um, I recently purchased uh, one of the Game of the Year contenders, Hades, uh, the other day. So I'm looking forward to, uh, to cracking the cover on that one and having a go. Um, it looks quite a lot of fun. But what about the game where you milk a cowgirl? Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> uh, let's move on to the next piece of news. Um, buh, 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 buh. Yes, Game of the Year awards. Lots of Game of the Year awards are starting to come through now. People are putting up recommendations for Game of the Year, and hey, these things are pretty awesome. Uh, one of them has come through already, though, uh, and that is the uh, Golden Joysticks. Yes. Uh, so yeah. the Golden Joysticks announced their Game of the Year, and it is The Last of Us Part Two. Of um, course it is. <laughs> uh, that's, and I believe that's going to be pretty high up there in the Game of the Year rankings. Uh, Avengers won a, uh, a award for uh, the Gold Joysticks. No. Yep. The voice actor who plays Kamala Khan got an award. No. There you go. <laughs> Wow. So there we go. That's that's very interesting. Um, we've had a bunch of other stuff. We uh, we were talking about the uh, the game awards as well. Um, the 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 big ones that go on every year. Um, their game of the year contenders uh, crossover from Animal Crossing, uh, Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy yeah. VII the remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, and The Last of Us Part Two. So there's a there's a lot of games in there. The only one I actually haven't... Well, I've got Hades now, but the only other one I haven't played is Animal Crossing. Um, so very interesting to see how that all goes. But, uh, I mean, tell you what, out of a year of a lot of remasters, this has been uh, this has been some pretty fucking good games. <laughs> well, I, I, I think... Um, uh, uh, get your words out. Animal Crossing, I think, would be a, an interesting thing in regards to not only your thoughts on it, but Little Fuzz's thoughts on it as well, because it is quite a it is a very very popular title uh mm. and um it's it, it is a game for all ages yes it is um yes look there's been some amazing awards coming through <laughs> the one of the this is the stupidest award that i've heard of and um or, or whatever it might be out there there's a awards for like most anticipated or most wanted game and i, th- I think it's the stupidest thing i've ever heard of it's just gonna be cyberpunk yeah, well, it's apparently like Cyberpunk was last year's one. This year, um, apparently for the Golden Joysticks, it is uh, God of War Ragnarok, which we've only ever seen just the symbol. like that, Just the logo, that, yeah. Yeah, which is like, how can it, like, yes, I'm excited about it. Yes, I want to, but I know next to nothing about the game other than it's more God of War. So, yes, it's going to be fucking amazing, but I need a little bit more than that for, to be the most fucking anticipated. So, yeah. 
go go fuck yourselves that one um but yes it's very interesting to see these games come through i mean it's always contentious at this time of year uh, <laughs> people uh tend to have lots of opinions about all sorts of things but uh yes we will definitely do a game of the year or uh, i suppose year in review awards ceremony of our own at some stage um you know meetings happen on the show people so this is this is the meeting now uh, we will <laughs> let you know when that will happen it'll be sometime in the next couple of weeks though i would imagine yeah it's really our last episode of the year is a game of the year episode absolutely um but yes that's it for the news today dirty it's been uh, a busy week of news but we do have other games to talk about but we didn't talk we about the about- two new ships coming to squadrons did we talk about that previously have we no we haven't what Tell Star Wars Squadrons is actually getting DLC. The first no. DLC is already released. Um, it is available now. It's all free. You're not paying for it. The first bit of DLC is an extra map. Uh, it is the sort of tutorial mission from the campaign when you're in the TIE fighter and you're scanning all the, the ships and you go into the, like the tunnels and stuff. Uh, oh, so that's okay. now a multiplayer map as well as there's uh, alien races for the Imperials out now. You can fly uh, Luke's Dagobah X-Wing. So it's got all the swamp sort of moss and shit all over it. Um, but the big one is in December, we are getting new ships for each faction. We are getting the Mm. B-Wing, which is a bomber for the uh, Rebellion slash New Republic. Uh, (laughs) And we are getting the Tide Defender for the Imperials. Yeah, interesting. Mm. I know that the um, the B-Wing was one of those ones that uh, people have been asking for for a while. I think yeah. it was teased even during one of the um, like the, the E3 trailers or something like that a couple of years back. So I think it was one of those ones people had seen. They're like, oh, my God, it's the B-Wing. Yay. And then never showed up. So um, that will be pretty interesting because that's one from, I think it was Star Wars Rebels that introduced the B-Wing. No, the, the B-Wing is in, uh, in Return of the Jedi. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, but the the there is an episode in Rebels that shows the creation and shit like that of the B wing. But um, yeah, yeah it's it's going to be a bomber class. So of course it's it's going to be one of those things. Like okay, you see a B wing going for your fucking star destroyer, take it fucking out now. Because um, the whole the, idea is it's got those like heavy laser cannons, right? Yeah, 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 it's got heavy lasers and shit like that. Where the um the Tie Defender is going to be a fighter class like the Tie Fighter, um, but it's going to have shields and extra damage. So like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that. That's one thing about the cl- like the imperial classes is they, they they are fast and they are furious as far as like firepower goes. But they've just been shit with defense. So if they can actually get something with a couple of shields and you know a little bit more armor, poor look out. That yeah, exactly. Be, uh, beastly. So yes, um, that, that's awesome. Do we know a, a date when that's dropping? Uh, it is December sometime. I'm not too sure the date. I can't recall it. The first one in regards to the cosmetic skins and the new map is out now. Okay. Uh, it's as well. The Xbox Series X version of the game runs at 120 frames per second in 4K, um, while the PlayStation 5 runs at 60 frames a second in 4K. There we go. Mm. All right. Interesting. Thank you for that, duty. Well done. Nice uh, surprise bit of news there for you. I completely <laughs> forgot about it. It was like last week that I think they announced it. Yeah, cool. Uh, well, look, uh, moving on then, we'll talk about um, our sponsor this week. They are the same as the other weeks. Uh, in fact, the same all the way through. It is Culture Shock Collectibles, your number one stop for all of your nerdy collectible needs. Dirty, have you seen some of the shit they've been putting up this week? Because it looks pretty amazing. I, all I've been looking at is Ninja Turtle stuff because I'm on a Ninja Turtle <laughs> high. <laughs> you certainly you have a problem, sir. You have a turtle problem. Um, we've seen some really cool stuff. They've uh, done a 40th anniversary edition of... Uh, Boba Fett? Boba Fett. Um, Boba Fett. 
Yes, uh, so he's back and in Boba Fett form. Um, it looks pretty badass. Like, it is very much a OG Star Wars kind of stuff. So, very cool. Um, unfortunately, not modeled by Timothy Oliphant. So, um, you can't take his mask off and see Mr. Oliphant underneath. Um, no, it's the, uh, the special edition of the Empire Strikes Back. So, it yes. is traditional outfit, but it's also got some extra parts that they were going to use for him. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm actually contemplating getting it because I have a Boba Fett figure, uh, but I want to sort of, I like, you know, getting new shit for no reason. Um, so I might <laughs> yeah, you get do. rid of my old Boba Fett and get the new Boba Fett. Yeah, cool. Um, there's also some really uh, badass figurines uh, from, um, look, it looks like a lot of stuff from the Clone Wars. So some uh, some cool, like, shock, like Death Troopers. Um, they've got uh, Asajj Ventress in there. Like, there's a bunch of really cool stuff. So, um, yeah, definitely check it out. If you're into Star Wars, they are all over that shit. Um, and there is a uh, Mando helmet as well. I think they uh, they showed as well recently, which is pretty yeah cool. for two two hundred twenty two hundred thirty bucks. I think it is. It's it's one of the Black Series Hasbro helmets that look fucking dope. Yeah, I saw. I was watching the other day um, a video of a guy who actually made a like a full Mando suit from metal, and uh, he said it weighs it's very fucking heavy, um, but it does look amazing as well. So uh, if you're into that kind of stuff, if you like dressing up around the house and freaking out people and saying this is the way, then that is the well, this is the way to get a Christmas present for yourself. Um, check them out at cultureshockcollectibles.com. Um, they are your number one stop for all of your nerdy Christmas collectible needs, eh? Hey, mm. stocking stuffers, etc. Uh, <laughs> check him out now. Uh, thank you very much to Michael. Looking forward to having him back on the show whenever we leave our houses, dirty at some stage. Um, yeah, do it. At, do it at a pub, or just do it at <laughs> Chateau de Fuzz. Oh man, we're gonna okay. That's game of the year episode or whatever. We're gonna do. We that's gonna be last episode of the year. We're back in a pub. I'm telling you right now, it's gonna happen. I mean, I'm down for it. <laughs> hey, uh, let's talk about some games this week, though, Duty. Uh, let's start with yours first, because I've been talking for ages and I need a drink of water. What's been going on with you this week, mate? This week, uh, thanks to the team at, of course, Warner Brothers Games Australia, uh, you know, the big Mortal Kombat fan and me, um, they... Thank you. You know, Thank you. Mortal Kombat 11, you know, here you go. Have a, have a play, have fun. And, of course, previously, I think last year when Mortal Kombat came out uh, on Xbox and PlayStation 4, um, we both covered it, we both talked about it, we both loved it. Um, And then, of course, the Aftermath DLC came out at the start of this year, which sort of continued the end of the um, the game. Uh, And what the Mortal Kombat Ultimate Edition is, it is essentially the Game of the Year edition. It includes Mortal Kombat 11, it includes the Aftermath DLC, it includes Character Pack Number 1, which included the Terminator... The Joker, Sindel, Spawn, and Shang Tsung. And then this one now includes character pack number two, which is the new the new thing, the, the, the hook for Mortal Kombat 11, um, or Ultimate Edition. And it includes uh, Rain, who is the purple ninja, uh, Melina, who is the cloned version of uh, Katana, who has the Barakan face, and fucking Rambo, actually voiced by Sylvester Stallone. Um... So it's, it's essentially the, the ultimate complete edition of Mortal Kombat. Um, but that's not all. Two, no, not even two days ago. Yesterday, they announced the 1995 movie skin pack for the game. So you have officially voiced characters or actors from the movie voicing their characters in the game. There is Sonya Blade, voiced by the person from Billy Madison. There is 
Johnny Cage, who I can't recall Johnny Cage, but then there's Christopher Lambert as fucking Raiden, and you can actually dress them up in their movie outfits, and it looks <laughs> fucking cool. <laughs> That's pretty bad. I like it. I like it. Um, does Christopher Lambert also speak with a really weird accent? He does that not now, sorcerer. Sort of. <laughs> he, he does that voice. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking great. <laughs> um, yeah, so that that skin has as that skin pack has just released. Um, I don't think though that's included in the ultimate edition. I will need to confirm and get back to you next week on that one because um, that released yesterday. The ultimate edition's been out since launch of the consoles, um, but essentially it is a high res. You know, it's a improved version of Mortal Kombat 11 with all of the DLC, all of the characters, all of the additional skins. Like there is a DC skin pack um, for Mortal Kombat 11 that turns Baraka into um killer croc it turns noob cybot into the batman who laughs like all these different little like helmet skins and stuff like that sure um it is exactly the it's the same game of mortal kombat it's you know it's smooth it's smoother because it's running it you know uh, improved textures and all that sort of shit like that like you'd expect sort of like when you're playing assassin's creed valhalla on a on an xbox one or playstation 4 and then you're playing it on a playstation 5 it's that sort of difference not night and day but like sunrise to mid evening like you can you can see the difference um yeah there's no i've had no issues no technical bugs no no problems with the game um the well i wouldn't say it's a bug but the only thing i've had is i've installed the game i've installed all the dlc everything's there um and then i go into the customize area where you can change you know oh if you want sub-zero to be wearing a red outfit for some reason you can and you can change all the characters parts and armor and shit um, and I've got costumes for, like, obviously I want to have Shang Tsung in his movie outfit because it's fucking cool because it's the same <laughs> actor who played Shang Tsung. Yes, and I selected yeah. it, and then when I went to fight, it's, he's not wearing that outfit. Like, even in the menus, when you pick him, he's wearing that outfit. And then as soon as the round starts, he's wearing, like, you know, default costume one. Oh, um, that's a bit shit. Yes, that that is the only problem I've found with it. Um, other than that, it's been fucking great. Um it, it's it's uh, for some strange reason like when the character first released i'm like why is the joker in here i don't fucking like him and i'm playing him more and more and more and i'm like he's actually pretty fucking good his fatalities are a bit meh but like yeah, but he's still the joker like that's i mean come on the joker in a model combat game like it just makes no sense yeah and 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 that's uh, as well probably a negative for the the series as a whole not really a negative but it's like Injustice 2 had two Mortal Kombat characters in Raiden and Sub-Zero. You put fucking two Injustice characters in this game. Don't just give us the Joker and go, that's it. And like, no, give us the Joker and fucking... Imagine, like, Sinestro, and he, like, fucking creates constructs and rips people in half and shit. That'd be awesome. But, no, we just got the Joker, and we got a poorly voiced Terminator. And the Terminator is... As much as I like the character of the Terminator, it doesn't sound like Arnie. It sounds like a bad impression of Arnie. It's... <laughs> The skin for it is that Terminator Dark Fate skin, which just looks like crap. His execution, or his fatalities, eh. Mm. One of them is really, really, really bad. One of them is like, okay, that's kind of cool, I guess. Um, but Rambo's pretty cool. Rambo has, like, uh, of course, being voiced by Stallone as well. Like, uh, when the you know the two characters arrive at the arena and they start talking, it's it's pretty funny, and you get some quips back and forth and stuff like that from certain characters. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 still a great game. It's still a great fighting game. If you uh, if you have a new next gen console and you're like, you know what, I need a fighting game, or I haven't played Mortal Kombat. If you haven't played Mortal Kombat 11, the Ultimate Edition is just 
the best version of it to get. Um, and that could even be said for when Mortal Kombat 12 or Injustice 3 comes out. It's like, do I get it now or do I wait for the Ultimate Edition? Um, because the Ultimate Edition includes everything. Mm. Um, but it is it is a fantastic fighting game. I absolutely love it. It's one of those, it's a permanent um, game in the in the system. Yes, I said I had, uh, you know, I had things installed, but it's like, well, I went to a next-gen console. So, yeah, I'm going to fucking move it over and keep it in. Mm. Um, so, score-wise, I'm probably going to give it a... F- I'm going to give it a shit. It's it's between a 4 and a 4.5. Shit. Okay. Shit. Yeah. Um, it is a great game. It's, okay, now, it now, is, now is, it, is it pushing a 4 or like, yeah, pushing a 4.5? Which way is it edging towards? It's got to be one or the other. If you've not purchased Mortal Kombat 11 and you just grabbed the Ultimate Edition, it's a 4.5. Yeah. But if you purchase Mortal Kombat 11... And then yep. you purchase the Aftermath DLC and the character pack one, thinking the game was done. Yep. And then it's like, wait, there's another character pack and there's more skins. You're like, dude, I've already, you, know, you might have already spent maybe, you know, maximum, you might have already spent something like, I don't know, fucking $200 maybe on the game. Yeah. Um, especially if you go with those fucking EB games prices, I'll charge you out the door. But, um, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So if, if, if you've already owned Mortal Kombat 11, it might be like a little frustrating after you just bought and finished the aftermath deal so you're going oh fuck there's more stuff to it i have to buy more to yeah. but it also like keeps the game alive and keeps it fresh and the ultimate edition is like this is the full stop in it this is it, it, this appears to be the full stop in in the series because the next one's going to be injustice um which is generally the thing the game releases then there's the game of the year edition then there's the next game yeah um so it's, 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 uh, it's, it's, a, it's lot a lot of money though to spend on like just updating one game so i can see why you drop it down yeah, so it is. If if you haven't owned or played Mortal Kombat before, go for the Ultimate Edition, hands down. It's there is no hit detection issues, there's no frame rate issues, there's no combat issues at all. It is mm. great, and the story is actually pretty good itself. Like the actual campaign story uh, is is pretty fun. And look, yeah, the Joker is not a bad character. RoboCop is pretty funny, um, but then there's uh, the Terminator for mm-hmm. some unknown reason. Um, <laughs> I'm like I don't know I wouldn't have I wouldn't have gone with if you go with the Terminator you need to have Schwarzenegger if you don't have Schwarzenegger doing it don't do it just mm. S- simple if not you know replace you know the Terminator with John Matrix that would be fucking rad okay I can see that yeah his, his ultimate weapon is a is a log um. yeah log <laughs> he fucking he he fucking I don't know throws a bloody What's it called? Uh, he uses a buzzsaw chain at one point when he gets inside the garden shed and he sticks oh, someone with a fucking... Yeah. Uh, it, 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 um, John Matrix versus Rambo. Like, that's a fucking fight. Um, <laughs> but then you get, you know, Terminator versus Robocop and it's it, that's pretty cool as well. Um, look, it is it is a good fun game. The new characters of Rain, Melina and Rambo change up the, the game as well. So it's like, all right, cool. If you're used to playing the Joker and you keep getting the shit kicked out of you, Rambo might be the character that just dodges attacks because Rambo plays like Lee Long from Tekken. Like one button, he'll like lie on the ground and then he'll like fucking throw a rope around, you, around your foot and he'll pull you down and shit like that. So it's mm. he's very guerrilla tactic trappy. Okay, um, I like it. I like it. Yeah, no. So yeah, it's it's between a four and a four point five. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, Mrs. Judy, of course, loved seeing all the brutal fatalities. Uh, friendships are back as well. Some of the friendships really good. Some of the friendships not so good. Um, but the it's still, stupidest it's, thing to ever happen to a Mortal Kombat game: friendships. <laughs> the the spawn one's the best because like his cape covers the screen, and then he's turned his cape into a hammock and he's reading erotic novels. <laughs> it's so, so good. Stupid. 
Uh, there we go. That's awesome, man. Well, uh, I'm glad that you're enjoying it. If you're into Mortal Kombat, it's out now. Um, the DLC is out now, and wow, it's uh, it's fairly interesting. Um, so thank you for that, dude. Very much looking forward to playing a little bit more of that. I've got it somewhere, I think. have to crack it open again. Um, but yes, let's talk about our next game, a game that we've both been playing a fair bit of in the recent times, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, I know we've talked about it sort of piecemeal, um, but yeah, I want to get into it a bit more now that I've played 50 plus hours of it. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. Like, ha- like, have you gone back to it now or have you just been going all over the place with your games? It's 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 the perfect palate cleanser for me. So mm-hmm. when I'm uh, like, yeah, I, I played Mortal Kombat, of course, for the, for the pod, but I've, you know obviously made a video for it um but like as soon as i finish something because of the quick resume and that's a feature that i love with my system i'm immediately straight back into raiding and fucking looking for weapons and all that sort of shit with assassin's creed so i'm enjoying it there are points where i'm getting to like oh, i can't be fucked doing this or like i've i've seen the sort of all the weapon variants and i'm like i'm, I'm a bit bummed that there's no sort of there's no like single-handed sword like it's either a big yeah. two-handed oh. broadsword or it's a small dagger i'm like well no Dude, just give me it it's one of the most frustrating things that i've seen in this entire game like yeah you know, they they either have your one-handed axes or your two-handed swords there is a like a special ability you can upgrade to which means that you can dual wield uh, weapons um mm. so you can have like a two you know a, a great sword and a shield or a great sword and an axe and all the rest of it or two yeah. giant axes so you can mix it up later on but it's very 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 frustrating that they do not have short blades in this one so yeah even even from, like one of the stun kills like you knock someone down pick up his sword and put it into their chest i'm like that looks fuck it's brutal as fuck but it's like why can't i like pick that weapon up and keep it I know, and that's the. Uh, there are short swords in this game that have been, you know, put into the game to, you know, be whatever. But I think the idea is that they don't want you using that. If you're going to use a short weapon, it's going to be an axe, you know. So yeah, yeah and then they go from there to like the scimitar or like your great swords, which are just giant beastly things. Um, like I said, the dual wielding helps a little bit later on. It's one of the abilities down the red trees, uh, the red mm. skill trees. Um, so that definitely helps, and it looks cool because it mixes up your um attack patterns so if you like the different combinations have different special abilities together it's actually quite fun so i've got um i I think my favorite so far has been um the the axe just regular axe in your right hand and a spear Mm -hmm. in your left because that does a really cool like couple of spinny moves and poking and stuff it's quite fun um but also um yeah doing the um the dagger in one hand as well because there's a lot of quick attacks with that and you just jump forward and just like like stabbing a dude like you're shiving him in the shower uh it's, yeah, yeah. if you hold down cool. like l l1 i think yeah. it is or left yeah. bumper um yeah i i did try using that as well i did have the great sword in my left hand and then the blacksmith hammer because that looks a little bit like you know yeah. it looks a little bit like a molnir hammer yeah I'm like, fuck yeah i'll use that and this went no nah, i'm too slow i'm getting the shit kicked out of me so now i'm using like y- your father's axe and the the yeah. molnir looking hammer and i'm fucking just destroying bitches with it um, <laughs> yeah the hammer's cool but it's like it's a very it's a slow attack strategy in your left hand um and yeah. it does do like it's all about the stun damage so it'll knock people over um and then you can finish them on the ground it, it's it's okay for some of the lower level characters, but when you start getting to some of the um, like the high level characters or the legendary animals or the witches or anything like that, when you start getting to that level, it's almost completely useless because they uh, the knockdowns negated. Um, so you need to have 
something that you can quickly defend with so yeah and anything that gives you speed is and range is really good so you end up going pretty much for like a spear or uh, a battle axe because they move fast enough but they um, also do a fair bit of damage so yeah it's uh, interesting combinations of those weapons but yeah look i think that's that later game stuff that you start to get to which really opens up the game to what you want it to be yeah i'm I'm, no I, I deliberately read Thor books before playing Valhalla because I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to run around with a hammer in one hand. And I wanted the equivalent of what Yarnborn, which is Thor's axe, to be in my other hand. Sure. And it's like, you're either having a small little hatchety, well, not a small little hatchety axe, but like the axe from the front lo- the front picture of the box, yep. or you're having this big, broody, fucking two-handed axe. I'm like, I don't want either of those axes. I want an axe that looks like this. And there is, it's like, nah, you have choice A or choice B, where there, there should be a Skyrim plethora amount of weapons available. Yeah, it's uh, look. I think I think there'll be. Well, I mean, you you start going down a pathway where it's it's potentially you put too many weapons in the game, or you you create it like an algorithm, like a Borderlands game, where it's just oh, anything could come up. Ah, uh, yeah, true. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, and there's there's any co- potential combination of any of these weapons could happen at any time, and that's totally fine. It could be in that game, but I think the way that Assassin's Creed is set up is it's very much a it's a very fixed world. It's a fixed universe. Everything lives in a particular place. Yeah, you, know, you go here, you get this particular weapon. Like, it's all designed around that. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's more of that exploration and finding things, and you know, five thousand videos on YouTube about how to find the secret weapon and how to farm all this gold and yeah it's (laughs) it's just that game the way that they built it from the ground up and i think that's probably like to speak to that it's probably one of the the most impressive things about this game is how big it is and how much writing and thoughts gone into it and attention to detail like it's it's fucking huge man (laughs) it is a massive massive game um and i'm i'm doing the the the, the three sisters missions like oh yeah I, I don't know if you've done those or heard about heard about this heard about this yeah. um the first one took me a little while second one easy enough third one like oh that's level 250 i'm gonna walk away <laughs> yeah and do you know what the problem is is it, 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 it continues to level up uh, above you so i'm at <sighs> level um what am i now i'm about 240 i think at this stage and uh they the last boss within that witch fight uh within the the three sisters uh, has been uh, she's at level 320 i think so she's continuing to get further and further away it's really crazy and just super hard to beat so i think there's a uh, there's a progressive skill upping of some of those characters as well so it just it means you can't just come back later on and just you know one hit them when they're you're way leveled up above them i think the idea is it's supposed to be challenging they're always going to be more experienced than you you just have to get better at the game um yeah which is which is fun but also frustrating as fuck <laughs> Yeah, because I'm I'm am sitting there going. I don't think as a level, I think 120, 130. I'm like, I can't take on a 250. No fucking yeah. way. She one yeah. hits me. Um, yeah, so no, like, you, All right. I think you just need to get to a point where you're like, okay, I know I can do enough damage. I know I've got some good weapons. I know I'm comfortable with all these things, and then just do it. Like that's the only way you're ever going to beat them. Um, so yes, be prepared for a challenge. Like it's one of those games that's really cool in that you are you specifically know which areas you can go to. You can see you know experience required to beat different characters. Um, you know, so you know when you're in over your head, um, and you know when you it, it kind of forces you to either get better or come back later. And I kind of like that approach to it. So yeah, it's it's pretty cool. 
but yes, I mean, huge, massive game. I've put in, you know, 50 plus hours and I'm still only part way through the main story. Um, I spent 40 minutes the other day stacking rocks in a, uh, a challenge where you can stack rocks. I did which, see that tweet. <laughs> which is which is just, it's bizarre. Like I just, you know, I thought, oh, I'll just see what this is. Oh, it's a little challenge to do this. Okay. And then 40 minutes had gone by before I even blinked. It's really like, it's a game that is full of different things. I've done all the flighting challenges now where you go around and do rap battles with people. Epic uh, rap battles of history. <laughs> it's, you know, it, there's um, like these weird like one-off encounters within the world and there are so many of those. And, you know, some of them give you stuff, some of them don't, you know. There's just so much to, to uncover. And then I looked back at it last night and I was looking at, at all the stuff that I, you know, looking at all the achievements to get to 100%, looked at you know, all of the different things that you could do. And I realized that I hadn't done any of the, like hardly any of the assassination missions because um, I'd just kind of been doing it as it popped up in the story um, rather than deliberately going around and assassinating these, you know, this crew of people. And it's like, that's that's a whole thing there's a whole part of the game that i've just flatly ignored because i'm so engrossed with the other parts to it um, it does feel more like a like a viking game with assassins put to mm. the push to the side yeah um, but oh absolutely 100% we we've talked about that as well on on previous episodes like the the focus is being a viking it's not you know being an assassin who is also a viking it's yeah it is very much viking first assassin second Mm. And there's all sorts of stuff about like you know relationships and how you work with you know the different people within this you know this environment to you know create your own stamp on on England, and yeah, there's some really interesting like story trees as well. Like you know you'll start a there's like a, you can make decisions that will end up you know killing off particular characters, and if you kill off the you make, have to make a choice about okay somebody in this group is a bad guy and I have to pick him out. Yeah, I know the one stories. you're talking about. Yeah, and you know you choose from all three of them and you go well you know. I'm going to choose this character because their story sounds shit. And then I got it wrong, and it meant that the character who was the, the villain ended up cutting the throat of the other person, so all three of them ended up being dead. And it's like, fuck. <laughs> it just, I know exactly the part you're doing as well. And yeah, I got it wrong. <laughs> like, this guy's fucking shifty, man. He's fucking shifty. And I'm like, yeah. oh, he, he was dead. <laughs> and it happens like four or five times during the game, and almost every time I've gotten it wrong. It's really... It's really frustrating, but it's a really interesting way of like getting you engaged in the game. Because I will, I will say there are some times where I've just skipped over stories because I'm like, this is fucking boring. I know what you're yeah. going to say, yeah. And it's just, yeah, you know, they they are yes, they are building characters and there's a lot going on, but there's so much of it that you just sometimes you just have to skip content. And yeah, even with all of that, there's still so much to play, and it just amazes me how deep that goes. It is. It, it is yes, a- I think it's. Um, it's definitely a fun game. Like if you haven't got onto it already, it is definitely worth getting. Um, having get, played the the PS5 upgrade now, and just like I've kind of got kind of gotten used to it, uh, how it looks and feels. It just. But then you take a step back and have a look at it again, and it's spectacular. It really is. It's such a good quality game. Um, there are an absolute metric shit ton of bugs in this game and i I will admit that straight up you know there's cutscenes where you know characters appear to be you know holding onto a knife but the knife is floating a foot above their hand or you know there's there's all (laughs) sorts of weird things that happen and sometimes um the environments just don't sync together correctly but i think even with all of that in there it's still 
a very enjoyable, engrossing game that... I mean, I honestly, if I, if there wasn't Cyberpunk coming out, this would be the game that I'll be playing for the rest of the year. You you call it your palate cleanser duty. I think, yeah, it's definitely that. Anytime you just want to tune in, switch off, and you know, play some, be a Viking for a little bit, it, it definitely gives you all of that and more. Uh, but yes, it's a very full game. I think, you know, if I had to give this a, a review score again, I mean, I... <sighs> I don't know. What did I give it last time? I think I think I said 4.5 last time. I think I've got to stick with that. It's Putting just it. simply because I'm stuck with this game for so long. Yeah, and that that is that is what you want with a next-gen console as well. Like, you know, when the, when the 360 and the Xbox One and the PlayStation 3, when all they released, like, there were so many games that you play for a couple of hours and then mm. they go on the shelf and then they get traded in. Yeah. Where Valhalla is a game that has a bit of it, it. It's a perfect palate cleansing game for me. For I'm playing something, the Falconer didn't really like it as soon as, <laughs> as soon as I fucking I was done with the thing. You know, as soon as I like dropped the meatball on the floor and went, I'm done with you. I just immediately jumped back into Valhalla. Um, You're picking and- up the meatball from Valhalla every time, though, right? It's uh, it's delicious. Exactly. You brush that thing off and just shove it straight back in your face. <laughs> Uh, look, it, it, it's it's just it's awesome. It does what you need it to do. It's a very detailed, full game. It's fun. It's you know it, the spectacle is there. It, it's it's awesome. Everything apart from when you go outside the animus, but yeah, you know, everything else is really great. And I I'd strongly recommend it. It's the best of the new gen um, of uh, Assassin's Creed games. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I heard somebody the other day like they—they're actually putting like a lot of people were putting this in their top three assassins games of all time. So, um, yeah, uh, I mean, it's, I would, yeah, out of out of the three, yeah, definitely, I'd, I'd put them in the top three for sure. Yeah, I just—I mean, I, I think Black Flag obviously tends to be our favorite, and there's a lot of stuff in this game that feels like it could be in Black Flag, but there's just so much more about. <sighs> That was one of those games where I enjoyed living in the world a lot. So, you know, just going and sailing your boat and chilling out the, and doing the stuff. The ghost ships and the, and the hunting yeah. sharks and all that sort of stuff. That was and fun. I just don't think there's enough of that in this game. Like, there's enough to do in this game. There's specific activities. But I always feel like I have to be doing one of them, not just hanging out and going sailing in the boat, which is not as fun as, as it could be. So, yeah, I uh, the pirate stuff. Give me more pirate stuff. I want more pirate stuff. I wouldn't mind another pirate one or a um because pirates that one did have you know your pistols and you had your fucking muskets and shit like that I'm like give me cowboys yeah. give me fucking cowboys man oh, you've got the look- gun mechanics in the game already <laughs> no look they needed that like the the matchlock pistols and stuff like that like I w- I would love them to do a remaster of Black Flag I think that would be amazing but we'll see we'll see we can only hope something might like that like that blah, blah 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 something like that might happen um but yes we'll uh, we'll wait and see for the next edition at some stage next year i'm sure for assassin's creed otherwise that's been it for this us this week um it's been a very fun week a very full week um i'm uh, eagerly awaiting the next update for fifa but i've been enjoying that as well on the next gen console i've been wearing my controllers to the bone mate um have you tried your new one yet by the way i i have not it's i can see Mother it now still in its little plastic Seriously, Slip I'm going to come thing. around and rip that plastic off and just shove it in your hands. Yeah, go for it. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, this I've I've been I've returned to uh, to Gears of War five, so that's that's okay. what I've been doing at the moment. Um, it is still my favourite series of all time, but uh, I'm doing a bit of a, a different video, a different take on Gears Gears five one year later, um, yes. just to see how that is because it's it's got a lot of 
Overwatch and Rainbow Six Siege elements to its multiplayer, which doesn't help. Okay, very interesting, very interesting. We'll see all about that, I'm sure, very soon on this YouTube channel. Um, very fun to watch. Until that time, uh, this has been Fuzzy Dan reminding you that if your beard has not reached your full length yet, um, then you need your facial hair to get good. And this is Duty reminding you that if you did once have a long beard and you shaved it for a job interview, your wife was angry with you, or you got bored, or you kept playing with it and picking out parts and you got yourself a bald patch, leave it alone, don't shave it, you'll regret it, you'll hate yourself. <laughs>